Hello, welcome to Academy Days, a podcast of fiction stories for teen girls. I'm your host and author, Judith. Find a comfy spot and enjoy. Academy Days, Episode 5, A Loose Shoelace or Two. Lacey Winters entered study hall and made her way to the seat next to Gray. Whoa, what happened to you? Gray asked, pausing mid-highlight. Lacey eased herself into her desk and tried not to wince. My life took a tumble, she said. In fact, I think it just crash-landed for good. Yeah? Gray looked down at Lacey's feet. You might want to tie your shoes before your body takes a tumble, too. Lacey laughed, one of those high-pitched, hysterical laughs befitting someone on the way to the madhouse. What's so funny? Gray gave her a, you are so weird, look. Oh, nothing. I just may have murdered someone. Lacey covered her face with her hands. I wanted to cyber school, but not from the juvenile penitentiary. Gray didn't respond, and Lacey had to look, had to see the pale shock on her classmate's face. But when she glanced over, Gray was simply switching from a blue highlighter to a green one. I'm speaking of the death of my social and love life, Gray. I fell on the stairs. When I stood up, there was Corin lying unconscious on the floor. I must have knocked him over in my fall. So he's unresponsive? Gray asked. Well, no. He was awake when I left, but... Then you didn't commit murder. Gray waved the green marker and bent over her note cards again. Sometimes... These deaths are delayed. Everything seems fine. And then the person just keels over suddenly. And I could be charged with, what is it? Invariable person slight. Grace snorted. (laughs) Involuntary manslaughter? Lacey stifled a wail by pressing her face against her backpack. At this point, the study hall teacher thought all talking should cease. What did study hall teachers know of heartbreak and murder, as if one could just concentrate on schoolwork or even the peasant princess at a time like this? Lacey decided, then and there, that the least she could do was collect Corrin's assignments for him. Even if he was rendered incapable of study, it would be one step in the long road of penance she owed him. She only hoped his parents would increase their porch steps in anticipation of her arrival. Then again... She couldn't blame them if they did. Nevertheless, she took his porch steps carefully that afternoon. She pushed the doorbell and rehearsed an apology as she waited for Corin's mom to open the door. But when Corin himself opened the door, Lacey nearly choked. She hugged an armful of folders and textbooks to her stomach and waited for him to start yelling. Oh, hey Lacey, he said. Come in. Her feet refused to move. She held the books out at arm's length. Here, and I'm so, so, so sorry. Corin rubbed his hand over the white bandage encircling his head. For what? For that! Lacey pointed at the bandage. Corin rubbed at it. Oh, yeah, it's really itchy. I think I'm going to go insane before Saturday. Lacey's mouth went dry. Not only had she given Corin a concussion, but his mind was permanently damaged. 
he expected to go crazy. But how could he take it so calmly? She shoved his books into his arms. I'll check on you regularly, and I'll bring you soft foods like cheesecake and whipped cream. Corn grinned. Wow, thanks, but you don't have to. Your first delivery will arrive tomorrow at 3.30, Lacey said. Well, okay, do you think you could drizzle cherry sauce on the cheesecake? Anything, she said, before turning and running across the yard to her own house. Lacey burst through the front door, tears streaming down her face, and ran into Mrs. Irving, Corin's mom. She and Lacey's mom turned to look at Lacey. Lacey backed away slowly, waiting for the torrent of accusations and threats. Oh, hi, Lacey. Thanks for taking Corin his homework, Mrs. Irving said. Lacey swiped her tears away with the arm of her sweater. I just hope... I just hope he'll be able to be able to comprehend it all. I think he'll be okay with the algebra, but you might have to come over and help him with English, she said. Lacey shook her head. Was Mrs. Irving in denial? Surely algebra was the first thing to go for anybody on the way to insanity. Mom gave Lacey a funny look. Lacey, have you been crying? Well, what do you expect? Lacey collapsed onto the floor and burst into tears again. I've just sent my high school sweetheart and the future president of the United States into mental breakdown. Mom flapped a tissue in front of Lacey's nose. I have no idea what you are talking about, but your shoes are untied. You'd better take care of that before you fall or something. Lacey took the tissue and tried to blow her nose quietly. No need to add unpleasant noise to Mrs. Irving's distress. Well, like I said, Corn was talking to his friend and walking down the stairs backwards. He missed a step and fell against Lacey, Mrs. Irving said. He has a nasty bump on the back of his head, but the doctor said the bandage can come off Saturday morning. We're just glad Lacey was there to help break his fall a little. The injury could have been far worse. The bandage is driving him crazy, though. Lacey stopped mid-nose blow and stared up at the two women. The phone rang just then, and Mom grabbed it up from the hall table. A moment later, she turned to look down at Lacey. Corin says he wants blueberry sauce, not cherry. You mean it wasn't my fault? Lacey said in a breathless voice and tried to stand up. I actually helped prevent. Her foot got tangled in something, and she fell backwards. Mom looked down at Lacey with pursed lips. I told you to tie your shoes. Thank you for listening to another episode of Academy Days. If you have enjoyed these five episodes, go ahead and write a review or give the podcast a star rating. Thanks for your help. Until next time. <laughs>